What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Virtual Homework Podcast. We are excited because Black Friday is... Oh, wait, no. Black Friday's over. We kind of forgot the <laughs> podcast last week. Shit. Well, we, we still have Christmas shopping. And, uh, well, we do apologize for our week delay. It's entirely my fault. Don't blame Dana. I know that a lot of Twitter has been telling Dana specifically to, like, do things to himself that are not good. And I do uh, not endorse that. I, I Do you know way. how many times I had, I had, like, 40 messages that all said, uh, KYS? What's um, that even mean? Like, have you crashed the code safe. yet? Keep yourself safe. That's good. All right. So, never, I, I shouldn't have to apologize because Dana <laughs> had, at least has some support in his life. But. I do. Even though Black Friday has come and went, I feel like some people probably don't have gifts. And what is there to buy for, for Christmas except for technology? So I recommend getting the, this new cool brand, Gucci, has released their own Xbox. Have you heard of the Xbox One Series X or whatever it's fucking called? I don't know. No, yes, I have. Does Gucci really have their own Xbox? No, it's they don't have their. They didn't just make an Xbox. They just put their <laughs> logo on an Xbox and charge ten thousand dollars for it. Okay, so this is not even that like new at this point. I think this is like a month old. But I remember I was reading an article like, "What the fuck, Gucci?" Who's I love Gucci. Okay, I'm I'm a I'm a basic simp. For are you Gucci. are you are you a Gucci holic? I, I am. I'm wearing my Gucci hat right now, and it's fucking. Dope. I think ninety percent of their clothing is hideous but i think that's me. most fashion brands but like i feel like they're just doing that to like get a reaction out of you and then you'll buy the one thing that looks okay that's like seven thousand dollars and then they'll make their yeah. money that's it i bet 95 percent of the stuff doesn't sell like there's this one hat at gucci right now that's like seventeen hundred dollars and it's it's literally sequence it's like who would who in their right mind would wear this that's an oh, aside yeah, I, think, for, I think you showed that to me yeah, yeah I, that's an aside for a different day but it was in the news that Gucci was teaming up with Xbox to create a $10,000 100-only Gucci Xbox, which comes in a massive case, has a custom Xbox, which basically exists as a skin wrap for the Xbox with the Gucci logo. It comes with two custom controllers, and that's it. It comes with a carrying case, I guess, but it is totally not worth $10,000. This is something I can just go on, like, wrap.com or whatever and just have them make this for me. Probably, but, like, if you're doing that, that's, like, that's a poor person's mentality. I just made up that website, but... That's a poor person's mentality. If you, like, have to, like, think about how you could counterfeit your Gucci Xbox, it's it's not for you, I, I, I guess. What I'm trying to say well, is that we, this no, is so funny. What we need to do is we're going to sell counterfeit Gucci Xbox. No, we're not because I have respect for Gucci. I have this cool hat that looks like a I have baby for hat. Gucci. I should not. Is Gucci dope. is a multi-billion dollar company. They don't need my support. It's so weird when you see a tech collaboration with a fashion brand. And I think that this was <laughs> like the thing is this is coming out the same day or maybe a day after Marcus Brownlee, uh, however you pronounce his name. I just pronounce it the Will Smith Isn't that way. the guy who is like diabetes? No, uh, that's, no Wilford, that's Wilford, that's Wilford, Wilford Brimley, Brimley who, which we coincidentally also have a podcast episode about. We have a Wilford Brimley special, if you remember that. It's weird when fashion brands collaborate with tech because you know that like the tech is going to make the fashion brand come out, or the tech is going to eventually become outdated and make the fashion look yeah. lame. These things happen all the time, though. The one that people go back to is the Apple Watch for like $10,000 first gen that was like with some watch company. It's like... Yeah, just because the watch is ten thousand dollars, it's like a piece of shit that's gonna like break. Oh in yeah, three you look years. at it; it's probably fucking look like awful and like horribly dated. It's, like, it's that's gonna look like like, like um, a razor phone, you know? 
Well, that's the problem with like wearable tech nowadays. Like, I imagine any like if I got like an Apple Watch now, it's gonna look awful in like a couple of years. I I I want uh, iP- uh, Apple Pods. Like, I think the uh, excuse me, AirPods. I think those will be fine because they're just like headphones and things like that. I think those will like they're not getting rid of Bluetooth anytime soon. Well, you're but, like you're I think a, like w- you're in a Gucci mood. Are you gonna get like seven hundred dollar AirPod Maxes or whatever? I, I forget how much it costs. A ridiculous amount of money. They're actually like the the AirPod Max is only like one hundred eighty nine dollars. You are one hundred percent wrong. You're thinking about the AirPod Pro two. The AirPod Max are an over the ear headphone, which is like five hundred fifty dollars. Oh yeah, no, I I have no interest in those. Oh my gosh, you have no me. interest in this Sorry. podcast apparently. Jesus. Anyway, this isn't. I I it's late. It's past my bedtime. Not really. But I know just wearable tech in general just uh, wears itself out. The reason that we are talking about this is that this is a podcast in which we are fusing tech with fashion in which we played the Gucci arcade app for some reason. Yeah, okay, so this is a bit of an experimental episode. I saw I saw, and I did a lot of research because, again, I am a simp for a multi-billion dollar company. I love Gucci. I, I'm unironically going to say that as I wear my fucking custom-made bean virtual homework podcast sweater in this Gucci hat. It's not a good combo. What? A, tangents aside, I was looking into the Gucci Xbox story, and I was on the Gucci website, and I was like, what the... F-? Like, I was like, why are they doing a Gucci Xbox? And it's like, oh, they're actually, like, trying to get into esports. I'm like, all right, that's already weird. But then I'm like, oh, there's Gucci a Gucci... Gucci esports. <laughs> there's, there's a Gucci app, and they have a Gucci arcade associated with the app? I'm like, I gotta, I gotta check this out. So... This is so our this first is surpri- mobile. It's surprisingly in depth. <laughs> it's 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 surprisingly in depth. This is our first mobile encounter. Technically, we played games that are both on PC and mobile. Uh, for example, I think one of the games we played this year, Animal Farm, uh, is a Steam app. However, the mobile port is nearly the identical game. A lot of games kind of blur the line between a yeah. regular game and a mobile game. So this is kind of our first foray, but it's really also an experimental pick in that. Not only is it a mobile well, game, but it's different. like it's like twelve mobile games. I don't know the exact amount, but I I forced Dana. I'm like, listen, this is this week we're gonna play the entire Gucci arcade. You you have to do this. I'm making you do this, and he was like, fine. And I play this in an inordinate amount of time. And may I say, this is one of the most frustrating and worst mobile apps I have ever played for a multitude of reasons. For one, apps this was or arcade, because we could talk about. In fact, I I feel like we should talk about the app. Before we get into the arcade, I just want to introduce the world to the Gucci app. So you use, did you use the Gucci app besides the arcade at all? I looked at it for about four seconds and I was like, there's a Gucci gift, it's the Gucci vault, Gucci 100, Gucci places, you can try on Gucci stuff, which I didn't do. And then there's the Gucci podcast, which we're going to be featured on. Yeah, exactly. Because um, cause Gucci, Gucci loves collaborating with small podcasters. <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I want to just Could note that this I would that would be amazing. I would love that. I want to note that the Gucci app is the most batshit thing I've ever seen in my life. First of all, the, it has it has strobes out the wazoo. Like this app yeah. is an epilepsy warning. It is uh, it is abrasive in that there's constant I bright f- colors and clashes and literal strobes on their runway parts, on their like news parts, on their yeah. podcast parts. You cannot get away from the strobes. No, I feel like this app was not created by someone that has any UIX or app 
creating experience. Yeah, I feel like they just made Mr. Gucci create an app. But also, I feel like this is so disjointed. (laughs) Mr. Gucci? (laughs) That was the first guy, I think. I didn't see House of Gucci. That would be a good... Mr. Yamaguchi? That would would be a... Yeah, Mr. Yamaguchi. I don't... don't, That sounds familiar. But I'm pretty sure, like, the guy's name was Gucci. I haven't seen House of Gucci. Apparently, Jared Leto is the worst thing in the world. But that's no no surprise to anyone. But the, the app is uncomfortable to use. And yeah. not only that, if you use an account, it sends you about 90 notifications a day. It's like yeah, I, had insane. To, I had to like log out of my account because I was getting like hundreds of fucking notifications. I was like, this is like so stupid. I do not care. When I when I think of Gucci as a brand, I don't think of like a spam a spam service constantly berating me with like, please buy our products. But I mean, to be to be fair, I, 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 it does to me because it, it comes off as very disconnected from what consumers want, and this entire product just seems very disconnected from anything a consumer would man, ever want. Spoilers, man! You're telling me you don't like these games? I never said that. I also want to say that, like the app when you download it i've never seen like this app is requiring permissions for this for this for this for this i'm like jesus christ there are like seven screens before i even got in the game it's like super intrusive that's the first stealing it's like you need your social it's like you need a blood sample you know it's like actively listening to you take a shit you know it's a little bit of everything that's the first part the second part is the wearable section which like honestly it's fine you get to wear gucci products but one it's outdated like these are literally multiple years off the the shelves like i actually tried to look i was like oh this actually is cool let me look at this product can't buy it on the gucci store anymore so yeah, obviously they're not updating this out, app yeah. but the second thing is that they look like snapchat filters so like we're, we're talking about <laughs> like a multi-billion like, dollar like, fashion house where they sell four hundred dollar shirts and like Everything looks like shit when you go into their wearable store. This this fucking app was outsourced to fourteen year old Indian ch- children. Like, there's, like, are you surprised? I'm I'm a little surprised because of Gucci's like name recognition. But then the th- the fourth thing, and what I'm actually truly upset about as a podcaster, I listened to a couple episodes of the the Gucci podcast because I'm like I'm curious what they have to say. First of all, I want to say that I know that sometimes our audio mix sometimes. The, the leveling is not great, but I want to say with confidence that we have a better setup than the Gucci. First of all, like they're in like a, like I'm so confused. Like there's some one guy and then like you hear someone that sounds like they're in a corridor. Like, are they in like a museum? Like I've never heard more echo on a podcast mic than some they're of these pretty, people. They're probably like in like, like an echoing, like they probably like no concept of like uh sound design or like anything like that in like they, their setup or anything. They obviously don't have a studio and like they have like people on Zoom but they're using the Zoom audio instead of asking them to like record the audio. Like it sounds like absolute dog shit. The quality of the content like it's not for me because I'm not into fashion it's just like people ex- describing their fashion, but it's also incredibly incohesive just due to the fact that like they'll just like randomly have an episode in Chinese and I'm like okay, I get they're talking about the same <laughs> thing. But it's like where where does this come from? from you don't have a target audience you talk about different things in the, every single pocket and it's I was gucci they don't need to have a target audience I fuck you i guessed all i'm saying like aside from the arcade which we'll get into i think i think different... their mentality is like fuck you or gucci if you don't like it we don't care we're gucci we'll i do guess it how we want. i guess but all i'm trying to say is that besides the arcade i feel like this is a net negative on the gucci brand like gucci is supposed to make you think of like prestige it's... anyone who's buying gucci does not care You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. It's literally just it's just us that are playing this app. Then why are they even making an app? They obviously care. They obviously think this represents their brand. So but it's, it's so probably shit. someone like that's like a child of someone who works in the company. Like, hey, I made an app for the company. Oh, cool. This is some modern. Let's I, have this. And I, I, 
I don't know what to say. All I'm trying to say is like, I feel like the existence of this with a low quality podcast, which only gets about 10,000 views, which I know is more than our podcast, but still it's fucking a multi-billion dollar company is trying to be seen as cool. And the fact that their app is broken, epilepsy, whatever, like it just makes me feel bad to use the Gucci app. It makes me feel worse about Gucci as a brand. I feel like they should just delete the app and don't say anything about it. And then it would it would help their brand. They are actively harming their brand. I will say Can though, we talk about the actual games. Yeah, this is let's, this let's, is let's actually get into the, the the games here. There's a lot so, of games on the. I, let, me, let me count. So let me count. He, he, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. There's fifteen games in the Gucci. So arcade. here's the here's the problem. There's fifteen games. Uh, about s- like six to eight of them are the same game, like reskinned, like slightly different. You know, it's like it's basically think of the worst version of uh like Temple Runner you've ever played, or like those um like Subway Surfer or whatever type games, and like cut anything that makes those games cool away and have nothing to do with Gucci other than there being like flowers and the letter G everywhere. And those are these games. So, um, and then I will also say if you don't realize this and I didn't realize this until the day of the podcast, but a lot of these games, uh, and to be fair, I actually, this wasn't a problem for other reasons, but a lot of these games don't work when you're logged in. So you could create an app or sorry, you could, you could create a username and like have your scores tracked on a leaderboard, but creating a username and having a leaderboard attached to it actually makes it impossible to play some apps such as Gucci Lips or any of these yep. games that can't connect yeah, to a I, server. Yeah, I, I wasn't able to play like games like that. If you like signed that. out, you would be able to play them. For some reason, yep. the apps are so broken that they can't connect. There's so many bugs with these apps. Like It's actually unreasonable how buggy some of these apps were. Like uh, For example, I played the game, what was it? It was uh, Gucci Camp. I actually got the top score in the fucking world. But so the problem with these games is that if they run too long, they start bugging out. Like the sound went away, um, like it would stutter and stuff like that. And it literally crashed on me um, and it didn't save my score. And I was very, very upset. Well, F to you. I, I'll get into my number one high score in the world after in a second, but let's just go down. <laughs> let's go to the line, okay? I have I have a list okay. of apps here. We don't want to miss any of them. So, what no. was your opinion on Gucci Flora? The thing is, I'm saying Gucci. these apps, and like you have to probably like get the app ready because you're gonna forget oh, what these I, are I, based I on. It. It. Okay. I have I have it up. Gucci yeah. Flora, so the one with the cat. I rem- yeah, this game sucked. It was like the worst platformer I've ever seen in my life. Basically, it's like a platformer with like different stages. You go like random like bonus worlds or some shit for some reason you have to collect uh three flowers per stage or something like that uh awful controls if you hit any of the enemies you i guess you can somehow kill them by jumping on them then other times you die if you hit three times you just restart it's fucking terrible so you're missing the best part and that like this game is actually not a platformer at all but it's like a cat you get your house looking good for the cat and you have to feed the cat no this is no it is it's both it's like a Tamagotchi cat game, but the way that you feed the cat is going into the platform world where every right, single level is a forget, shitty forget platformer. And like you can't even play the game if you don't feed your cat. So it's like barely a platformer because you yeah. need to feed your cat in order to it's it's so hard it's to insanity. describe. Like what this, what is this, this have probably to do with Gucci? this is probably the most complicated game, and it's the game we're talking about Absolutely. right off the bat. 
Uh, the actual platforming is incredibly basic. I felt like if we're talking about the mechanics of the game, there's a multiplier on the amount of food you're able to get for your pet or the currency you're able yeah. to get for your pet. So, like, there's no reason to collect it in the first couple stages because you're going to get a 10x multiplier in, like, the couple, next couple of stages. The game is designed very weirdly, and it makes it bad as a pet simulator and bad as a platformer. And if it was a pet simulator alone, it might work. However, due to the fact that it has some of the worst platforming ever... It's like Ever. something that you would play on a Flash so game from playable. 2006. Yeah, it, 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 this is like straight up like high school like project level like platforming. It's, yeah, it's like awful. the grab. You know, a game when you jump and there's like no gravity is just like linear. Like, it, it, that's it's one it's of the this. worst games. Well, that's that's what I mean when I say like I was saying earlier how like this is obviously outsourced to like the lowest bidder. Like it's just the quality is like so 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 terrible. And whoever was doing QA, whoever like uh, accepted this, obviously knew nothing about UIX or apps or gaming at all whatsoever. Like oh, it looks pretty, whatever, fine. It's You'd good. be surprised. You'd be surprised how much they know, but how much they didn't give a shit because Gucci wasn't paying them enough. But Let's let's move on because Gucci Gucci Flora. I feel like well, even no, that's though, that's well, that's what I mean. Like Gucci, like like they didn't know shit about shit. So they're just like, whatever, fine, whatever. This is what it's worth. Yeah, no one's actually playing these games. I besides the fact that they don't want like a vulnerability. Hey, on some of app. these have a couple hundred uh, fucking plays and stuff like that. Yeah, there's Gucci Burst. Fair. Yeah, well, Gucci well Burst before was... before I get to Gucci Burst, which is a, well, I'm, I'm gonna admit it, one of the better games in the series. I just want to say Gucci Flora. Even though it's probably the most complicated game, there's not much to say about it because it just does no. everything terribly. Let's go. Just, Gucci Burst. Dumb. Explain Gucci Burst to me. Uh, Gucci Burst was like, um, so you're kind of like on a 3D plane, like traveling forward, and you have to like swipe up or down to like dodge things. I like couldn't get past like the first like five. Like it was just very So I feel awful. like this is a very polarizing game because I have a complete... So I... I let Angela play Gucci Burst, and she had the same issue as you, where it's like the depth perception is really weird, and I feel like a lot of people aren't able to process it. I I couldn't do it. My complaint about this game is that it's so easy. At a certain point, I get bored and just die because I don't want to play anymore because it's like, basically, you're just moving up and down. Like, it's, it's... it's very similar to an iPhone game you'd play in 2007 where, yeah, like kind of like Temple Run where you're just like dodging a wall. I thought this game well, Temple actually, Run actually has. Like, yeah, it, it's a very, mechanics. very basic version of the game. I thought this game in terms of the visuals was actually pretty good. Like it, it's it's really 2.5D. Oh, I think that was the, the thing about like at. like some of these games do have like pretty, pretty cool visuals. They, so it's like it, it's almost deceiving because it looks good. But then if you really look at it, there's really not much to it you know what i mean it's, it's just less like, deceiving oh, like when the game background. starts and then it's like 15 fps and it's like laggy yeah. as shit so i i will want to know actually gucci burst is one of the games that literally just won't play on a on a modern browser like i tried playing it on my google chrome and i think i have enough oh yeah I, was, I wasn't able i wasn't able to play it either on my on, yeah. my, on my pc it, it was like three fps and i was like holy shit this is how is this past qa at gucci this makes your brand look like shit yeah, th- but, there's just so much obvious qa with this um these apps it's, it's it's actually insane but but gucci burst i actually i i enjoyed it and that like i was able to to get into a groove but the issue is the game was too it was so repetitive and so easy once you like kind of got into a rhythm sure it kind of sped up but like it was very easy to go for way too long and i was already extremely bored about it i just like looking at this game and i feel like that's kind of the problem where the game is so confusing to look at but in an aesthetically cool way because it has kind of like old school 3d graphics in a way that um i 
it's whatever. Yeah, I can it, take it, it or leave it. Yeah, you can take it or leave it. It's not one of the better games, but it's it's not one of the worst games. It's very neutral when yeah. it comes to the Gucci arcade. So let's let's move on so, here. Gucci what beloved you think about bounce. Gucci, yeah, I was gonna say, what do you think about Gucci beloved bounce? So I actually am a fan of Gucci beloved bounce. The the thing is, so did you ever play Neopets? Uh, no. So like this game was the one where you have to like um you have to like hold down like the right amount and it makes like the noise to like jump right yeah so it, it like makes the noise but then the noise goes away. You're a microphone and you're trying to jump from platform to platform and it's kind of like a catapult where you hold down and then your yeah. your microphone is catapulted from thing to thing and if you hold down too much you go over it and you die if you hold it down too little you go. You don't get enough, and then you die. This is very similar to a game called Bounce Master or something like that in Neopets, and I love that game. So I was actually pretty skilled at this one. <laughs> I, I feel know. like all these games, Flash games, Flash games from yes. a million. Yeah, I, I actually, which I, I, I which I, what, what I think these are like these were probably like templates for already existing games. They just reskinned. And and part of it, like honestly, like this game isn't bad. It's just incredibly basic. This is one of the better games in the platform, I thought, because the game looks fine. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird in that it I looks think fine. They were, it plays well, but the theming where it's like a microphone. I think they were like trying to like go with their Gucci podcast, and I'm like, that's yeah, yeah, Gucci's yeah. not known it's, for it's their very podcasts. Weird. But also, yeah, it's it's one of those games where you're just playing it for a really long time, and you kind of realize like well, I, they just needed to think of like random like uh, they're probably just throwing shit at the wall just to see what sticks as far as what they were doing for these games. So, but this is one of the ones I could actually play for a little bit longer. I, I would get bored bored eventually when I would get into like the I got 100. I got bored of it. I got like when I would get like what's your high score? I got like two hundred. I probably like one hundred and four or something like that. Okay. Like I, I, I only played this game for a little bit. I, I played mostly like the next one and then the one after that. Gucci, uh, beloved bounce. The the one thing about this game I will say is that like it has a really weird combo system and like I, I couldn't get it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I don't understand either. It's because you would like do like a combo, like combo three. It's like all right, and then I do the same thing. And it's like no combo. I'm like I don't. But but don't honestly, at the end of the day, I'm not gonna nitpick the scoring system on Gucci beloved bounce i could do a lot more things in my life so and the next game is the big one though this is gucci euro which is your favorite game i'm assuming it is actually not my favorite game but it is the one where i have the most international recognition as number one gucci grove player in the world and yes i so i got to like i got to third and i couldn't get past that um because this game is a hundred percent fucking rng after a yep, certain yep. point one I'll, I'll get into that in a second but the thing that we have to note that we haven't talked about before is that yes Gucci Arcade is a free service, except for two games. You have to pay a dollar, a dollar for it, which we did. Yeah, Gucci, Gucci Grove, fans. first of all, is also free online. Uh, it's it's just it's online and free. And honestly, Gucci Grove, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But Gucci Grove is... I, this game is actually kind of fun. This game is fun. Um, it's I, I What is it like? There's another game that this is definitely like. So it, you basically just like scroll down across a plane, and then it's like, um, so think of um, the helicopter game, kinda, where you're like guiding through a plane, but it's like vertical instead of horizontal, and then you have to like jump over like platforms instead of like dodging. It's kind of like that. But the problem is, and this is a problem with almost every single game here, um, your score is based on how far the game decides to get you. It's not skill based after a certain point because you'll just get bullshitted by random uh, mechanics or obstacles that are just you can't yeah so um, so as, as he's saying like you're basically going down and you're trying to dodge things or get like food because your character runs out of energy when you run out of too much energy a jelly 
thing comes and, and gets you. And honestly, the fact of the matter is like, these these flowers that give you energy are so plentiful that you should never actually there's, unless there's, you're willing I've, to. I've actually never saw that. So uh, unless you're willing or trying to to get the, the jelly to eat you, it's not going to happen. But um, yeah. yeah, so what he's talking about regarding RNG, this game is relatively easy. And I think it actually is one of the better games because like it's it's yeah. varied it's enough that like you're kind of actually like on your on the edge the entire time. Yeah, and it gets, it gets a little bit more difficult, um, you know, some of the mechanics are different every time. Like the biggest problem is is the jumping. The jumping is a little like floaty and like rant- you have to decide like okay, am I going to get two jumps in a row cuz it's an auto end of your stage. Yeah. So um, so the the thing is when he when he mentions these jumps and an auto death the, the way that this game works is that like you have you have things that you have to jump over that are instant death specifically you could dodge holes or go over holes or you could dodge rivers and go over rivers um there is this ramp basically that you could go over and like yeah. you're supposed to land and like they place these like flowers and other ramps to chain but they didn't actually qa this game enough so you go no. slightly over them so you don't actually yep. hypothetically if you have two rivers in a row and like you're supposed so it, to go in from a jump to a jump like you will literally just land in the second river and die the only yeah, way to time, proceed it, it, there's yeah every, is, every single time there's there's there, there's no way to do anything else the only way to proceed is that you get a power up that allows you for invincibility temporarily and you happen to go over the river at that time yeah. which is actually incredible incredibly rare it's, it's not like it's not like something that like if you you have to grind for like probably two hours before this occasion comes up and if it comes up early yeah, enough you're I, not I, gonna get I, a top I, score. I feel like literally anyone could get like a top score in this if they just spent enough time like just playing it because the game it's basically you get the right seed to where it allows you to get things this is a reoccurring theme with these games that it's like it just insta death no matter what you do and then you get okay i got a random seed with the game i'm playing where it's allowing me to just go farther and farther forever it's especially true in that like this game costs a dollar so there's not that many people playing it so i yes i got the easiest number one probably in the game but i'm literally the best in the world at gucci grove i actually like this game and if I will keep the app, I will keep it for Gucci Grove, probably that or I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal it right now, Gucci Surf. But before we move on, I just want to say, yeah, Gucci Grove is free online. It is one dollar in the apps or one dollar in the Gucci app. And Bullshit. yes, it is not worth it in the Gucci app, but it's hilarious on on the browser because it literally it's not optimized for browser for widescreen. <laughs> so there's there's two massive walls on the side of the game, and there's like a tiny sliver where you're actually able to play the game, and it's kind of funny. Is it the but, same, like, broken shit, though? Uh, yeah, it is. It's exactly the same. Okay. The game we played next is actually my favorite game, and I think this was another one that cost a dollar, uh, Gucci Camp. It's very much like a Temple Run game, which is, like, a, a reoccurring theme with this app, Barkit, uh, Arcade, whatever the fuck it is, uh, in which it's just, like, a character running down some sort of fucking path, and you have to dodge things. So how this works is you can gain energy by grabbing different things in the three different stages uh, first stage, you're grabbing. Oh god, I don't even remember. I think like wood or something like that. And the second stage, you're grabbing picks. It, it doesn't matter what you're grabbing. It, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're just and then grabbing just, some shit. Yeah. So this is another game that's a hundred percent RNG because as you go along on, uh, your stamina bar, you know, drains and stuff like that. But the rate in which it drains is a hundred percent random. It has nothing to do with how many things you get. Uh, etc etc um there's like a random bonus mode that will take you to the moon in which you gain points twice as fast because that's how you get your score the problem is is that your stamina drains when you're in like the transition cutscene that's like 10 seconds long uh so you'll just die there because yeah it just takes too fucking long i um, yeah i i would just like play this game and like all of a sudden i'd be dead 
I'm just like, yeah. okay, I guess I'm dead yeah, now. So this this is the game I play the most, and actually I had uh like the top score in the world. And then uh, my app crashed because what happens is after you beat the third stage, it just loops back to the first time. And after you loop like 10 plus times, you lose all sound and like the graphics on the <laughs> right and left get like really fucking distorted. And uh, the app crashed. So I was That's really the upset. Gucci experience. I mean, so I'm going to cheat a little bit. And like, did you play any Gucci, uh, Gucci Grip? Did you play any Gucci Grip? Uh, which one was Gucci Grip? Scroll down. Scroll down to see a Gucci Grip. Uh, I actually, I don't think it ran on my on my thing. So the thing is, yeah, this is one of the ones where if you're logged in, you actually can't play it. But Gucci Grip and Gucci Camp are literally the same game. Like they have the exact same gameplay. They are literally the oh, same game. This one looks way better. Gucci Grip is a better version of Gucci Camp, and it's free. There's no reason for Gucci Camp to be a dollar. Like there are some, oh, some I, I better. Should, app- I should have played this game. This game's way better, but yeah. I couldn't play it logged in. Gucci so what's Surf the point of a, a- looks better, plays better, it lags less because Gucci Camp is like in this like quasi 3D art style that like makes the whole yeah, thing it's lag. Super limp. This game is really cool looking. Yeah. So sign but- out of the Gucci app and try playing it next time. I'll, I, I want to say like it's kind of weird that they have the same game reskin. That's annoying. Like that's something for I'd rather a dollar have to and get it's a high worse. Score. I, it's yeah. so confusing, and the thing is, when you're when you're logged out of the app, you can't save your high scores. So like you're you're fucked. You're never gonna get a good score again because Gucci Surf is it won't work on your device. Do you really want to go down every single fucking app yes, in this game? I do, but some of them are gonna be quick. Like the next one, Gucci Conga Master. I didn't know how to play this one. I was so confused. I did not know how to play it. The problem is they show you the instructions one time, and it's like one frame that they show you on, and then you can't ever get the instructions ever again. So I'm like, I don't know how to play this. Yeah, okay, so we're done with Gucci Conga Master. That game made no sense. It was bad shit. Gucci Ladybug, this is Flappy Bird. It's yeah, Flappy, it Flappy Bird it, with a good skin. Uh, Honestly, the game had a very good aesthetic. Like, it had, like, this weird, like, yeah. cutout garden theme. The issue, as you were mentioning, is that these games, as they go longer, just like Flappy Bird goes on for infinity, the the, gra- the, the, the scroll speed plus how far you can go vertically, it literally just gets impossible. You can't, there are situations yeah, where a normal possible. human being it, can't do it, and then you just die. 100% up to luck to see how far you get, so... So yeah, it was just I had no motivation playing the Flappy Bird clone because like no. unlike Flappy, Flappy These Bird, these games like, are was... just like all very frustrating after a certain yeah. point. Like oh, I want to try to go to a higher score, and it's just like all right, is it letting me? Is it letting me? It's like all right, no. With the exception of one, which we'll get to. So and then we have Gucci Bloom, which honestly was like was the most nondescript game ever. You're you're shining a, you're basically shining a flashlight. At this things. is a weird game. Yeah, it's really yeah, weird. It's like you basically scroll left and right. You're like a you, so you get to pick a different girl. To like, I forgot there was a like, character choice in this one. To like to like wander through like an enchanted forest and you like go a light like left, right, left, right, and it's like it gets fast it's terrible. It's yeah, it, it's it's one of the weirder games. It's hard to describe and not worth it. It's just pretty boring. Uh so let's move on. We have Gucci Dive, which is it's a little bit of a twist. You basically go around a circle plane instead of a linear plane, just collecting shit. Uh, I like the aesthetic of this one a lot. This one was like the uh, three, like it was like three D, but it wasn't good enough three D, so it almost looked oh, like yeah, 90s 3D. yeah, it's a thing of like a tube that like twists and there's like objects, so it's like you're it's moving tempest. It's your tempest, camera, but it's, like it, and stuff like tempest? that. I'm trying to think of it's tempest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you remember playing Space Draft cool. when you were getting really sick? There was like a circle level. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, so I I actually enjoyed that one. However, it wasn't really my fancy. It was honestly, like, in terms of the Gucci Arcade library, pretty nondescript, pretty painless. It's a fine yeah. game. Good on you, this Gucci. Is, it was whatever. It's like you just, like, fly down. A, you get, like, random speed-ups that makes you fly a million miles per hour and crash and everything, but... 
and collect coins. All right, and now let's get into the big one, okay? Gucci Surf is my favorite game. On really? The app. Yeah, I love Gucci Surf. I didn't really care for it. So the thing about Gucci Surf, it's very abrasive, and especially someone who has a sensitivity to, like, uh, I don't know, just you you don't like Space Giraffe. It makes you sick. This this game, the the game is definitely abrasive. Like, it's trying to get into this, like, 90s, like, pop-up aesthetic, and, like, the entire background is constantly moving, and it's well, kind of like it's, it's surfing just, like, the web. It's so optimized. It's so unoptimized. It's, like, actually unreal. The game like, doesn't lag for me on my iPhone 12. Okay? Well, no, I so mean, like, it doesn't. 12. I got an iPhone 12 as well. Um, but, like, when I say unoptimized, I guess it's a terrible verbiage. I'm actually playing it right now mid-podcast. It's literally just a pointer. Like, it is just, like, so, like the very first fucking uh, Flash game you've ever made type thing that just looks kind of pretty. It it looks kind of pretty, but it has a little bit more depth than you would think. Like, when the game speeds up, and also the fact that, like, you have to use these moves to get anywhere close to a high score. I'm, I'm fifth in the world, by the way. Not not anything I'm, crazy. Oh. oh. Not anything crazy, but I actually enjoyed Gucci Surf. <laughs> like, the game kind of exists as a distraction more than a game. It's like you're trying to basically just not die while this entire background distracts you. Um, yeah. it, it gets again to the point where everything's moving too fast and you just immediately die and it's like, God fucking damn it. But I thought this was a little bit better than a lot of these other games that were scrolling through because it had special, uh, surf moves you have to do to actually gain points. So it wasn't just collecting like every stuff like a lot of these of, games. Every single one of these games though is literally just scrolling on a plane, collect things to get score and dodge No, but things. you also have to do moves and moves make you basically vulnerable for a certain amount of time and they get harder and harder to do as you speed up so i thought that was a good twist on it i will say that this game makes you choose a surfer and like literally your choice immediately gets wiped out when you die which could be in 30 seconds so there's no <laughs> point to do it you just pick yeah. whatever's there so yeah barely playable on pc qa strikes again yeah exactly that, so, that, that should not be something that like oh you have to remake your character every fucking time so let's get into this i think i actually have the rest out of order because i played them out of order gucci lips this is the pinball. I, I wasn't. I wasn't able to play it. I actually am pretty disappointed. This is probably the best game, like objectively. This is a relatively competent pinball. Play it online. It's pretty laggy online. Or sign out of your Gucci app. This is. Yeah, I'm signed out right now. Play oh, this Gucci. isn't terrible. Yeah, it's actually a good pinball. Like there's there's way worse games that cost money that are pinball. Like especially on like the SNES, but I guess like SNES era pinball is not something to really be like rooting like mid for. Podcast. I like how when you yeah. fuck up, it has like a like a sad face like emoji. I I genuinely think this is one of the better games, but just because it's a pinball game, I feel like we don't have much to say. Like it's a composite pinball, it's pinball. game. If you're, if you're looking, you know, the for aesthetics a free... are Gucci and uh, makeup. Yeah, if you're looking for a free pinball, oh, also like there's there's some pretty fun stuff. Like some of the stuff, like it makes me makeup uh, smear like with your pinball where it goes, like in that direction. It's it okay. it's more in depth than you would expect from a Gucci. Do, app. do you think this game probably has a little bit more development time put into it than some yes, of the other? Yes, this is probably like, like the the it's the it's one of the better looking ones, and it has by far the most in depth gameplay. The only major complaint I have is that it's very easy to go through the middle compared to some other pinball games, and therefore it makes it a little bit more RNG. Yeah, like I I literally just played it like for like 20 seconds and i just would immediately go to the middle i'm like oh okay all right uh so i i really don't have that much to say about that and uh moving on gucci gucci psychedelic um weird it's a galaga game that actually like makes you want to seize out yeah it it wasn't that great um gucci ace you could tell that we are like 
we could tell that we are like losing steam on the Gucci app as we get. Well, it's like there's so many apps, but they're like Gucci Ace is the worst tennis game I've ever played in my life. It's so bad. It's like it's like unplayable, unbeatable. Like I like it's impossible to beat the computer, and like you, it's requiring you to spin with no methodology for spin. Eventually, like they'll just go to the side of the board, and then you'll lose. You just lose. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. It's the worst. And as a ping pong fan myself, I give it the uh, thumbs down out of ten. Uh, we Gucci have mascara Gucci hunt Mas- is is a trip. It's honestly the most insane it's, thing it's, I've ever seen in my life. It is insane, and you can play it for like ten hours just by going like. It's not really a game. Gucci mascara hunt is obviously someone on the Gucci coding team trying way too hard. It's like we're gonna make a dream sequence bowling simulator with mascara. It makes absolutely no sense. It makes, like, literally there isn't gameplay. You're just, like, tapping the screen over and over again randomly. Yeah, yeah. Randomly, you'll just, you can't die. points and going on. Yeah, you, you, you literally go on for, like, ten minutes and then you die. But because everyone else can, like, I think I was playing it for, like, nine minutes straight and I got, like, a thousand. I'm like, oh, so, yeah, someone must it, have played this for, like, an hour. The game is pure aesthetic with no gameplay. Like, you know when you're playing a game and, like, you just That's kind of... That's, like, def- every game. Yeah, I guess, I guess. But, like, you know that when you're playing a game and, like, you kind of just, like, feel you're playing a game? This It doesn't feel like you're playing a game. It feels like you're just tapping. No, like, there's, there's no engagement. Buttons. There's no engagement. Um, I want to say it's it's probably some of, like, the most fluid animation out of, like, any of the games. Yeah, it's, it's up there in the Gucci app. And then, finally, we have Gucci B, which I think is the worst app on the... The yeah, it's the, it's the worst like Pac-Man clone I've ever played. It's in my it's life. a Pac-Man clone, but it looks like it was made in Flash in 2002. Like it, it just has like a basic block screen, yeah. which is it's so interesting how some of these apps like Look they so put good. no effort into this. Legitimately, some some like Gucci yeah, Grove looks great. It looks great. Yeah, it has great aesthetic. So a lot of these games look really good. They have like really fluid animations, and some of these other games are just like blocky, like piece of shit that look like they were made in MS Paint. Like it's really awful this app sucks i'm sorry like the gucci the gucci app fucking sucks dick it's i just awful. i want it's terrible i wanted to like it because obviously i'm a gucci boy i'm wearing a gucci hat but more than anything yeah, we, we sat and played i played this for like five hours trying to get like world first scores well, yeah, and things. the thing is you obviously so liked it to some extent because like you you kept playing it over and over again like i guess it like i didn't like it though it was just your brain personality yeah no but, it was you said oh i got number one in gucci grow so i had to do it like and then and I hated it. it. Then you didn't do it. You got yeah. Fucked. I was. I literally played Gucci. I played Gucci Guerrero for over three hours, and I didn't get higher than like fourth. Well, get wrecked, idiot. Anyway, what I want, what I'm trying to say, <laughs> <Fuck> is, <you. laughs> what I'm trying to say is that, like, honestly, this wasn't as bad of an experience as we're making it out to be. I kind of had fun exploring no, why. I mean, why yeah, Gucci? It, it was. It made... was different. It was different. Um, you were excited because like, you were so actually bad, able to play good. play the podcast game at work, right? Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> It was more so like I, I played it like in bed mostly. Okay, I I honestly was. I'm excited that I know what Gucci Gucci esports is capable of. It's this. Yeah, this is uh this is what Gucci has to offer. I, how much do you think they paid for this app? Like, be honest. Like, do you think they paid like like do you think they paid way too fucking much for it because they didn't know what they were doing? Two to five hundred thousand, and you would think that actually is a lot, but I don't think it's that much. I bet I bet it was like. A, a team developing this for a year just getting which is honestly not that much it's like four people just pushing this out it's like all right it's done and like they're not supporting it at all obviously because they have cataloged items from like two years ago that like yeah. are not getting updated so 
they just put this out Apparently, there as an experiment. New games are getting uh, up added though. Some of these games have been uh, added recently. Like I, I actually googled. I tried to see if there was like a subreddit for this, and like people were actually talking about like some like the mobile apps and how they were added, and they were one hundred percent articles made by Gucci reps. So well, this experience. I just I just feel better about myself because this is Gucci's best. I feel worse. This is Gucci's best. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Yes. Spent 10 racks on a new chain. We're going to get DMCA'd with cocaine. your beautiful singing. I, I just want to, like, if this is what Gucci's doing, if I was in Gucci shoes, I'd do better, right? If we had to make the virtual homework podcast app arcade. It would be like, like a, a Goatsy Simulator. Yeah, two girls, one cup. Like, be, uh, get the poop cum, in the cup. Get the poop simulator. in the cup. That's... It's, it's just like so it's like an ass hanging off the top of the screen like you just have to move you know, it you know back those games where you have to collect the stuff going down like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like but it's like an ass yeah. with like shitting with like yeah and then yeah so basically genius C- comment below like and subscribe hit the bell if you would play that game what okay what else is new <laughs> jesus look at look at doodles or oh, never mind doodles was at one point looking ready to pounce he's ready to go what's like the most fucked up thing that doodles ever brought you and he doesn't bring me fucked up things doodles is like a very abnormal cat like doodles has never scratched me never hissed at me never bit me like he is like chill as fuck like he is like never he never does that to anybody he's not like a cat that like hisses or bites you unless he's like playing so never well is doodles an outdoor cat at all has doodles ever been outside okay i don't believe in outdoor cats i think outdoor cats are actually like yeah it's like cruelty at this point yeah, because um, there's what's the reason? It's just they they die, and, or the biggest thing is that they're horrible for the environment. Like they're uh, cats, yeah, they're, are they're predators. Little... Like they're apex yeah. predators. It's like releasing a lion into yeah. Into they they places. they ruin like the local ecosystem and stuff like that, and then they breed and like get ran over by cars. There's really nothing to it. It's like the people that like like the chonky the chonkers thing. Like I think that's like literally fucking animal cruelty like oh look at my little chonker it's like oh you're literally shortening their lifespan it's it's but you cruelty like and it's also like for like 30 upvotes on reddit so it's like is, yeah it, it, is it's it worth it's it? pretty terrible dude can i actually talk about something i got so fucking mad at so fucking mad at twitter today okay um so are you paying attention to that thing that's going with that one artist on twitter no the one that like released uh an nft for their art no i i thought we had a conversation very I know, briefly. I know. We're not allowed know, to talk this, about crypto for a year. This has nothing to do with crypto. This is it's like it's it's listen. The people aka so, me have spoken. But okay, fine. Get so your basically last there's this artist that does art for like Tyco and like a bunch of other stuff and a bunch of random game people like like their art and stuff like that. Like they're pretty huge. Um well they came out like, hey, like we're gonna I I'm I'm making like an NFT account. I'm gonna sell do some of my stuff as like NFTs. It's really cool. And now like literally everyone who is like you know, like, there's 70,000 fans are all, like, revolting against them, saying, like, you're fucking scum. Like, you deserve to fucking die. Like, NFT, like, I used to like you, and now I don't. And it's just, like, I don't understand the NFT hate. And then they're like, oh, well, it's terrible for the environment. I'm like, motherfucker, you're, you're, you're typing from an iPhone that we, fucking... We it, had this conversation. Now, I now know, we're just repeating but, uh, stuff. No, 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 no. I know, I know. I think it's going to go into other thing. Yeah, I've said it a million times. It's like, you're... It's just virtue signaling. You're just picking like one thing to fucking hate on when you, unless you're like riding a bike everywhere, growing your own food, or like you know only exclusively using Twitter while at the library. You're just putting as much harm into the environment as anything else. Well, like Greta, like these, Greta does. She like boated 
to the New York because she's she actually put her money where her mouth was, and she's like, yeah, apparently, air, apparently, airplanes are like the worst thing ever for the environment. I don't, I don't know anything. I'm an idiot, but that's what I've heard. The rumors are true. Is Bruno Mars is gay? You know what I'm talking about? Is Bruno Mars is gay? You've just been looking at like memes from like 2019. No, okay, ago. I maybe actually, yeah. You know what? Are we getting like you're like a little too into twi- you 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 boomeranged back. You had the chance to completely d- remove yourself from Twitter when you were banned, and then you got unbanned. And now it seems like you're going nuts. Like, you're just saying, like, oh, this is a topic. I think it's just an excuse to, to well, be no, on Twitter. Well, no, no, you're no, like, no, oh, look at this, this video is... of this guy with the money. So let me actually go back to Twitter and why it makes me so mad. So it's like every single person there, it's like they all have, like, BLM in their profile. And then you look, they're like, I refuse to vote. And it's just like, I'm like one of those people that's like, if you don't vote, you actively hate uh, people of color, women's, women's rights, you know, that kind of shit. So it's like... I just, got, I just got really like triggered at, you, at you're getting triggered at, like i i don't i hate that you just said the word triggered and i said the word triggered because that word gets me triggered okay well no, but, but I, in reality, I, mean, I just hate the word triggered yeah. all i'm saying is that I, I don't know who said it i don't like maybe the person who said this is like the worst human alive and i'm sorry for quoting it's not them. one person it's no, literally no. like forty thousand isn't people. real i forgot who said that but twitter isn't real just it doesn't matter nothing on twitter matters None of these know, people but do anything except go on. You look at a person who like has terrible opinions on Twitter, and then you notice you like do the math on the total amount of tweets and how long they've been on Twitter, and most of them are sending like sixty tweets a day. That's insane. Yeah. I have a tweet. I tweet like once every two weeks because like I don't. I just I don't like, have anything interesting ret- to say. I'm not an interesting person. I run a. Podcast. I just retweet like ponder my orb memes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good meme. Speaking of memes, you're a memer. <laughs> I really, really love that meme. Do you think I'm more up to date to the uh, for memes now than you are? Yeah, probably. Because I, unlike you, I'm actually like you had the the golden opportunity suspended from Twitter. I'm like sitting here, like I uninstalled every single app. I'm like trying to live in a cave and read this I this comically large double stack of books behind me. I'm trying my hardest here. Okay, you're sending me what is this video that like is apparently topic worthy. Of a, of a couple picking up $100 bills on the ground. I don't want to mean to make you self-conscious about your topic if it's not topic-worthy. Wait, worthy. what? You sent, a, like, you sent a video not once but twice, the same video of some, like, armored truck getting blown out on the highway and, like, this couple being an idiot Oh, I didn't mean to post the, it twice. Well, Oh, yeah, this shit was insane. Like, yeah, so these people... This, yeah, I posted this, like, before Thanksgiving. Like, <laughs> I had, these I had people, a lot like, of topics to go through. Like, an armored fucking truck, like, crashed on the freeway, and there were, like, all these people, like, grabbing, like, $100 bills, and they, like, arrested a bunch of people because they yeah, were, Yeah, well, like, they arrested the people in the video grabbing $100 bills because they were an idiot yeah. enough to <laughs> post themselves doing a felony. But, like, I also... I don't know the surveillance about, like, armored trucks from banks. But first of all, I, I feel like there's probably cameras all around an armored truck. Yeah, every ha- square inch. It, like, it's, I mean, it's to be fair, though, like, if I was right there, I, I would probably do it, too. Like, That's there's, just like, like, $100 there, bills. There's a video, and I th- maybe I've mentioned this before. I feel like I have. I'm having deja vu here. But there's a video. of It's, like, Rick Ross is in a club, and, like, he is literally throwing out, like, tens of thousands of dollars and $100 bills. And, like, people are like, yeah, Rick Ross. If I was in that situation... I would be, be on like, the ground, like, <laughs> no, I would, like, because the money's just falling to the ground, and I understand, especially from recent events, you probably don't want to be in a large crowd on the ground crawling. I, do, it, I don't care if it's COVID time. I'm licking the floor trying to get these no, fucking... No, I, I meant the Travis Scott thing. Oh. Yeah, but anyway, I understand it's <laughs> unsafe, but they're hundred... 
things should be stopping. Things are, things are chaotic. Rick Ross is giving away tens of thousands of dollars and no one, no one cares. They're more into Rick Ross than thousands of dollars? That, that surprises me. It's Did Rick I tell you Ross. what happened um, during Black Friday? Aston music was pretty good, but what happened during song. Black Friday? So at Black Friday at the mall, first off, it was fucking insane. It was our biggest Black Friday for our company ever. Well, so when did there the Pokemon a... craze start? I guess that was that was. It wasn't uh... just. It wasn't just. It wasn't just Pokemon though. But, um, but it, just just so I could interrupt your story more, that that like started really oh going God. hard in the pandemic, and I guess like 2020 malls were still like not great by COVID time, right? So. Yeah, you finally had your first year truly bounce back in one of the larger. Well, it, malls it, it in the was world. The, it was it was the entire mall that was just fucking nuts. It wasn't just us; it was just people yeah. were just ready to shop. Continue. No, I I had nothing to say. I was just oh saying that, that Pokemon cards. They probably you're like you're like Pokemon cards. You're, like you're you Mr. Like, Pokemon. You like, you're, dude, you're like a parent that's like you like Pokemon, right? No, I'm but like, like it's Pokemon. You sell Pokemon. That's like your main business, right? No, no, we're a, we're a, like shop? a. To- yeah, like a board game shop, toy store, licensed gifts. It's just we happen to sell a lot of Pokemon. Okay, well, you sell any uh, cards against humanity? Sell that yeah, one? I, yes, we sell. We are actually one of the first companies in the United States to carry it. Did Do you sell business walrus? No. Okay, do you know what that is? I have no idea what the fuck business so, walrus is. I'm actually kind of pissed about this, and I you can get back to your Black Friday in a second, oh but my I have to God. be on a tangent. Do you know Clickhole? <laughs> yes. Do you know The Onion? Yes. Do you know how The Onion owns ClickHole? Yes. They don't. They actually sold it to the Cards Against Humanity team like a year or two Wait, ago. Wait, really? Yeah. So Cards Against Humanity, it's own ClickHole for at least a year, maybe two years at this point. And I noticed before, <laughs> I, I was actually like looking into ClickHole when I was like looking at some of their articles. I'm like, these kind of suck. They used to not suck. And now they kind of suck. What happened? And they're like, really, as soon as Cards Against Humanity like started owning uh, click hole, like the article quality got worse, and like I don't know, the people Cards Against Humanity is pretty normy shit. I'm not gonna say that the Onion isn't normy. Oh, it's, people it's love the Onion. Terribly, but... tor- terribly, terribly normy. But let's just so, say well, I'm not surprised. All I want to say, the last thing on this point, is that like all of a sudden, about six months ago, I like saw because I still follow Click Hole because they occasionally hit, and I was like. Bayard, we made a stupid board game that's pointless called Business Walrus. It is like, oh, this looks exactly like like they're they're not even trying. But the to thing hide is, like all they... those kind of games sell like absolute fucking hotcakes. Every single person, because what happens is, uh, it's like a family party. Like you have like your boomer parents, and then it's like the two kids who are like twenty something or eighteen or whatever, and someone has Cards Against Humanity, and then the parents are like, oh my god, this is the funniest thing ever. We should. This is such a great time with the family. We need to. We need to play this more, you know. And then the parent comes in, and then they buy it, and they never play it. They never play it ever. Yeah, I don't. I would never like. I would never want to buy or not. I would never want to play business. Like my parents have bought me Cards Against Humanity, but I would never want to play Cards Against Humanity with my parents. Like that's not a, like. No. Even though it's normy, it's still like kind. It's like watching a sex scene in a movie. It's like this is uncomfortable to play with with my parents. Maybe I, I do maybe I maybe I like watching sex scenes with my parents. I'm one of the people who thinks that any sex scene in a movie is most likely. Uh, it doesn't add to the movie. It just it just makes the movie it's cringy. Worse. It's it's cringy and like it doesn't like. There's no need to see passionate sex between two main characters in a movie. Well, it's not even like passion. It's like fake passion, so it's yeah. even worse. And I already hate like acting, so it, it it's like double cringe. It's like imagine having a sex sing and see singing at the same time. I think I would die. I'm in the Christmas spirit. I this is completely unrelated. This is a family movie that I saw. I saw Eight Bit Christmas. What the fuck is that? It's it's a feel good movie about a kid in the eighties trying to get a Nintendo NES. Oh, 
I oh, think just you so you it. know, I I know I have like Christmas shit on. I'm like completely bah humbug about the holiday. Yeah, I, I, I you would you would hate the movie. It's it's like it's a it's a classic holiday movie. It just so happens to have an NES in it. Anyway, yeah, check out this business walrus shit. Check out. Oh, it looks terrible. Yeah, it looks terrible. It's like click hole, click hole. You're just making me feel bad about reading your your stuff. It makes me feel like icky. Kind of like having an app with some bad video game. Anyway, let me yeah. let me talk about Black Friday. Yeah. Okay. So so okay. So we were talking about Rick Ross in the club throwing a hundred dollar bills. So on Black Friday, it was crazy. We had a million people. There was a, a COVID protest with like forty people there, <laughs> and they had to get like escorted out. They were like, "My body, my choice. My okay. body, my choice." That's beside the point. So there were these like kids, and when I say kids, I mean they're probably like twenty two or something like that. What? I'm sorry for interrupting you because this is, I just have to, I'm going to forget about it. Did you have a mall Santa? Yeah, every single mall yeah, has a course. Santa. Was the Santa masked? Uh, probably not, no. No one gives a shit when it's Santa, huh? No. Anyway, continue. Santa, Santa I, I is immortal. I don't know what point I was trying to make, but continue. <laughs> You're never going to get through this story. 22-year-old man-child. So, yeah, so, no, they're these 22-year-old like kids, like whatever. Um, And what they were doing is, so there's like the center of the mall and then there's like, um, like the second floor of the mall, and that's like goes around there. And they were standing on the second floor throwing counterfeit hundred dollar bills, like onto like a crowd of people. And then they were running and then throwing them, and like people were literally like stampeding and like crushing people. It was like a group of like hundred people like running and stampeding. So it was like really bad. I, that that sounds terrible and like actually a nightmare scenario. But at the same time, that's like kind of hilarious in that like. That's like that's like chaotic evil, but I, I I'm a chaos. Oh, I knocked over uh, I knocked over some like 17 year old kid to get a hundred dollar bill, you, and then you I got shucked it. Shucked a like person fake. off the balcony. It, they're dead. No, well, no, I didn't do that. Well, we were all on the first floor, and they were yeah. But then there were like 18 security guards like chasing these people. So I was like, obviously, it was not good. Is, I I love mall chaos. Like I I hate mall stampede I, I hate i i hate mall chaos <laughs> what are, one of my mall. favorite memories was like this uh like loser from my high school who like you know one of those people who is constantly up to no good he, he got banned from the mall from life because he was like he had like a bmx bike and he was just riding through i'm just gonna say it. he was riding through with a bike and uh yeah he was like doing tricks off shit like he he had the bike in like the tree <laughs> area you know what i'm talking about like it yeah, was, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. it was an absolute nightmare for anyone that was trying to be at the mall, but it was hilarious for me. Anyway, I got to sound like a dick here. The reason why I think this is kind of funny to me is because when I was a middle schooler, I loved to just like make people's lives hard, and like I would throw like barbecue sauce packets from the third floor, and they would land on the first floor and explode over people. So yeah, I'm kind of a shitty person. At least I was in like seventh grade. So that's like pretty shit, dude. My co- my coworker was like, he he's like forty six. He's like, man, when we were a kid, we would just take bricks and just throw them off the expressway. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, that's that's like kill a person. That's like a thing that wasn't that like a news story where like some kid like threw a rock off like a overpass and like killed someone. Apparently, like, a lot of kids like did that. Like, I'm like, I I knew people who did that, but nothing like crazy like a big rock. Like, I know some because we had this overpass where I grew up, and like people. The thing is, for the longest time, it had like a protective covering over it yeah. and then like they took it away for some reason and then like people would be like dude i throw this penny off it no one would be like people would be too scared to like actually do something that could significantly imp- i mean it's still a penny could like scratch a windshield but anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna continue to not get canceled here so i'm gonna that was a shitty thing they did at the mall they should it, it was um chaos 
but like I would have totally crushed a kid to get the worst thing is like there are these like older Indian people who like were going up to us like this real this real why can I not use why can I not use and they were like very upset that they couldn't use like this how kind of obviously fake bill. were they like completely like they were like the, did they, they have were, a backside like, they're like glossy because <laughs> like if you look at like a lot of fake money and like movies and stuff they only are one sided. Yeah, no, they were double-sided, but they looked fucking, like, awful and, like, washed out. And, like, all these Indian people were, like, super pissed they couldn't use it. Like, I'm like what do you mean? Why does why race have to come into this? Well, because they were Indian people. It's, it's, not, it's not racist to say. <laughs> it's like, racist to describe people, man. Like, hey, look, <laughs> that person is Chinese. <gasps> is I, Mao Chinese? Yes. Uh, what? I don't know. Maybe he's, like, Laotian. No. The uh, founder of the modern Chinese government is Chinese. Anything else about Black Friday? Because I I'm running out of things to derail the story with. I'm I'm I feel bad, but not no. Bad that, that, well, you were talking about Rick Ross in the club, like throwing hundred dollar bills. Like, oh, this is like tangential, but that was like so far removed in twenty minutes ago at this point. That... <laughs> what what was the big seller? What what made the bills? Well, we sold the most Poke- Pokemon, definitely. What was the biggest board game? That's gonna be some stupid. It's gonna be Cards Against Humanity uh... or Uno, right? Like probably like Cards Against Humanity or like we sold a bunch of like Gloomhaven, Catan. Like we sold like every Catan we had, like Ticket to Ride, like all like the like the wouldn't only like four games. copies of Gloomhaven fit in a store? Uh, well, we get like four copies and like they all sold. So okay, what's what's like also- what's coming up? What's like going to be the next th- big thing next year that like people were like kind of into this year? Well, but... so it, it, it's there's nothing like that. It's like the games go in waves, and it's like people aren't buying board games, and they're really hard to get board games right now because the board game companies are selling out to the big box retailers, so you can get everything there. So it's hard for us to get things. Like for example, like games like House of the Haunted Hill like retail for fifty five dollars, but we have to pay like you know, $46, and at that point, like, there's no point in carrying it, but it's, like, we do because we need to have it because it's a bestseller. I, like, one of the most expensive games I own is called, I think it's, fuck, what is it called? Oh, my God, I have no, one second, I have to find this up. Well, the uh, the Dune game is very, very popular. Dune Imperium is, like, one of the best games out there I feel right like now. there was a Dune game in the 70s. Is it, like, the same one? No, it, it's it's called Dune Imperium. It's like a to, like the top rated game in the world right now. Does does really, like really every good. single sci fi movie or every single like fa- anything anything that's like hard ninety nine percent ninety nine percent of uh, licensed games are fucking terrible. Well, I I know that, but I'm just saying like is every sci fi and fantasy property like trying to get a board game tie in at this point. It's kind of like video games, or at least I don't know. I I don't know where this one came from to be honest, but it, it like ended up being really good. Like sometimes you get surprised, like they're like the Jaws game, it's fucking awful. But like there's this like Harry Potter card game, like it's like Triwizard Tournament or something like that. That's actually fucking phenomenal. It's and it's, but it's out of print. You can't get it anymore. But yeah, that's. You ever heard of the game Legendary? It's played like that kind of. That's what I was about to say because like I I have this one board game. It's actually at my parents' house, but I got it at a Kickstarter, and it's like you know with a Kickstarter like obviously things can go yeah. wrong and i kind of forgot about it but like four years later i somehow got it shipped to me and i think like i got it for like 60 bucks and like now it's worth a couple hundred so that's all you gotta what do what game is it i uh i can't i'd actually genuinely be interested to hear what it is i have is to it twilight is it twilight imperium it is not twilight imperium empires of the void oh that sounds like super familiar it's like a game if i i talked to my coworker about Oh, okay. Never mind. Fuck. <laughs> it's like thirty dollars. I I thought this was hundreds of dollars. I saw a guy selling this for hundreds of dollars, and now I find out it's like fifty bucks. I see one for one fifty. It's from two thousand eleven. Okay, 
I don't I don't understand. I'm just I'm I'm sorry. Apparently this game has bad reviews. It's six point seven out of ten. It was a pretty fun game, I remember. I played it like once or twice. I remember it was overly complicated. I think that was the issue. A lot of these board games. Yeah, are that's the problem with a lot of these games yeah. are like, like look at the game Twilight Imperium. I bet that like a lot of these games that are six out of ten, like if a bunch of people played them, they like people don't actually have opinions. They just follow like sheep. Okay, they just they they're having they fun. If everyone in their group's having fun, it doesn't matter. No, it's all an arbitrary. Well, it's system. like what's well, like it's so we're always sold out of our drinking games, and people come into our store and like, do you guys have any drinking games? I'm like, well, Candyland can be a drinking game if you try hard enough. I went to a board game store. And they just had a straight up like fake boob. It's like the game was grab the boob. Like there's no game, and that's like that's the kind of stuff <laughs> that that's, that's the kind of stuff that like sells. So yeah, no yeah, one has you know, it, it absolutely does. Except so we have this game that's like um, it's like take it all off or something, and has like two people like on the thing. Uh, we got him like so cheap. We got like four hundred copies of them for like next to nothing, and we can't sell any of them. So we just have like stacks of them. What's that one? What's that one game that has like its, it's title like irrationally pisses me off? It's like, dude, you're on mute or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no idea. It's it's in like every board game store I see is like a drinking game. All the drinking games are super fucking cringy and normie. Yeah, it's called You're on Mute, and it makes me want to die. So that's all I have to say on that. Um, actually, we talked about Christmas movies. I, I, I honestly was, I've never seen something so bad in that I, I haven't, I didn't watch it, but there's a new Seth Rogen, Sarah Silverman, uh, Christmas uh, animation. It has a 3% uh, user rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 1.1 out of 10 on IMDb. I haven't seen anything with a 1.1 out of 10 on IMDb with thousands of reviews before in my life. And they're saying they're saying that it's just due to the fact that like angry Christians don't want this Christmas lampooning comedy. I think it's just that a Seth Rogen Sarah Silverman movie sounds it just sounds like absolutely in, insufferable. I used also, to, like, it's like follow... it, it, it's sausage party style, so it's like in the style of kids animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just the, what happened with those two people is like as they got older, they tried like still being like young and edgy, but like. It just comes off as like really cringy. I'm like, well, you're like a boomer now. And when you it's not hear funny, like a so. 45 woman, 45 year old woman like talk about her diarrhea, it's like I don't. When you hear like yeah. a 20 year old woman talk about her diarrhea, that's not. Uh, yeah, I was, it's, I'm it's not a not huge very, fan. I, it's like it's like poop. Your poop. You know that. Uh, speaking of poop and things that are poop, did you hear about the? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the it's a sad thing of uh, the new covid variant omicron or whatever they found in the united states in in new york and minnesota uh well do you want to know where it came from i know where it came from because i watched the video okay i look at everything you post i make copious really? notes hashtag I'm drama but anyway well, what, well let's let's think about this what's the nastiest most vile ridden place you can think of i don't know like a jail cell toilet in Mogadishu, Somalia. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. I was gonna say anime convention. They found a COVID variant at fucking uh, NYC fucking uh, anime center. Okay, uh, you're 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 getting a little editorial here. We've all seen the clip, and by that I mean you and me. Honestly, the clip's hilarious. You have the Joe Biden press secretary talking about this man going <laughs> to an anime con. Uh, we might splice <laughs> in the audio here, but I'll I'll continue. But maybe pull back a bit. Give give the information okay. in a in a neutral manner. Okay, you do it then. Oh, I thought, okay, you're done? So, press secretary, she's like talking like, um, I don't know, my name is press secretary, uh, Jenny, is that her name? Jen, 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 J
Jempsiki. She's like, yeah, we got this guy. He tested negative. Then he went to an anime con, and now Omicron is here. I, that's that's really the best way to put it, but the guy was actually taking precautions in a way that were not really because he went to an anime con after a COVID scare, but he was vaccinated. He had COVID symptoms. He, te- he, he got through the COVID symptoms and then tested negative. And then after testing negative, he went to an anime con in New York. Which is still hilarious that like like the <laughs> that's thing where is, it happened. Yeah, it's hilarious. But that's where it happened. It's kind of like the whole pizza event. I mean, if, well, well, where was he that he got Omicron or whatever? I actually I don't know. Maybe like traveled. A lot of these people do travel for anime cons. But I will say that if you had a COVID scare, I understand making plans, buying tickets, buying hotels. Like you really want to go, but if you just had COVID. Going to going to a mass gathering sounds like a bad idea. I mean, that's people do that all the time. That's like, yeah, it's people want anime. Like, con- so, like, literally every other week, a store in my mall is closed down because their employee breaks out with COVID. That's that's probably how it should be. But I like I even the thing is, and don't cancel me, world. I went to to anime uh, Otakon. I went to Otakon, kinda. I just like I was in the area and Otakon was happening, and this and was like, like oh, la- a couple months ago, like two months ago. I was able to walk into the areas where, like, people didn't require badges, and it honestly just kind of sucked as an anime con. Like, there weren't that many people there. There were yeah. no artist alley things. Okay, I may have gone into more than just the free areas. <laughs> uh, there, were, there were more. There, like, every every single thing was a worse version of a normal anime con. Yeah. Like, it well, that's, me... that's the thing about anime cons is, like... When you think about it, like take away all the people, and like anime cons actually suck. It's just you buy things, and then there's like art. That's it. Yeah, it's all there. Walk around. It's like, what should we do? And then you go back to the hotel, and then you go there, and then you drink Crystal Pepsi, but it's not Crystal Pepsi. It's hard alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) I miss it. And you're drunk at two a.m. or two p.m. on a in a hotel in the middle of Rosemont, Illinois. Anyway. Just reminiscing here. It's it's how it is. F- I thought times. this was funny. If we were going to get political, I think the best story I've seen in like the last couple of months is that Donald Trump has a, a ninth degree black belt in, in Taekwondo <laughs> now. Did, did you read like, into this uh, at all? Uh, no. But what, so I don't understand how these honorary things work. It's like, isn't that like insulting to like the people that like have gone through all this work to like actually get these belts and stuff like that? So like, yeah, hey, it, it doesn't even of, seem... Like this was like for any reason. It's just like we're gonna give Donald Trump an honorary black belt. It's not like he did anything that is worthy of like even heroicism. I'm sorry. I just, it, I, I just like the picture of him and like was that a G and then he's just like yeah, he's, like he's his, so like, happy about like, about his ninth degree black belt. He's not even he he's like he's not even like holding his fists right. Like it, it looks terrible. But but yeah, I I agree with you. And I again cut you off because I'm I'm on a roll here. I think that. It is kind of silly that there are honorary black belts in the first place, considering like martial arts. The whole point is that like through your hard work, like you're going to craft your body. your body. The funniest thing to me, and like people were pointing this out, I'm not. It's not an original thought by me. Is that Chuck Norris, world champion of Taekwondo, only got to an eighth degree black belt. So, yeah. <laughs> so Donald Trump is is a better black belt 
in Taekwondo than like some of the most world famous Taekwondo masters. Like probably people. Do you think he like threatens people in private now about it? Is like don't fuck with me. He he probably legitimately believes he could do Taekwondo. He's he's Donald Trump. There's no way he doesn't think he like he has. What if he what if they gave it to him because he like really can like he's yeah low key he actually does do Taekwondo in secret like and and they're like we know that you can't just go back to Taekwondo class. You're too high profile. We're yeah. just gonna. You would have gotten this anyway. I mean, that like that you ever be... see those? You ever see those Spetsnaz videos? Like the people like doing backflips and like throwing like knives at like people's faces and stuff. I haven't, but I've seen. It sounds like some crazy Russian combat shit, and I've seen a lot of crazy Russian combat shit. Yeah, so. that's him. Okay, I mean, I some people genuinely believe that's Donald Trump. Go going in like SEAL Team Six, uh, <laughs> Zero Dark Thirty style. That's I'm he's, telling you. He's too busy doing Taekwondo instead. I like the thing is this is official. Like I, I was looking into it, and there. So Taekwondo is a Korean martial art, and there's like yeah. two really main Korean bodies that like together like help form Olympic team. Like they, they actually are the legit bodies, and like yeah, one of them is ninth the highest. Ninth, I think, is the highest. I, I didn't do that much research here, but. Kukiwan, which is like the number one governing body in Korea, is the people who gave it. It's not. It's not like he got just some like random guy to give him a, a black yeah. belt. Like they're like, you know what? We're gonna. It's like what's what's the equivalent? Like it's um name something that gamers would resonate. Platinum in League, I guess, or Challenger in League of Legends. Yeah, if if Riot was like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna let Donald Trump be number one. <laughs> just because <laughs> he's just they just give him Challenger. <laughs> Why not? Like that would actually that would I so I want to see that, that happen shit would, so bad. That shit would actually be hilarious. Like they just give him like top rank and like like honorary top rank in CS:GO or like um like Fortnite. I or... want I want to see the meltdown when Donald Trump is given challenger in League of Legends. I want to like <laughs> even even from Donald Trump because I you, anyone who plays League is gonna have the worst time of their lives. So he's gonna it's gonna be great. All parties around. I don't know. I've been on a, a little bit of a Trump kick. <laughs> I've been. I mean, like, well, it's, he's like a meme now, so it's yeah. like, it's okay. He's he's no. Lo- I mean, he's totally still a dangerous individual, but he's no longer. Oh, that, absolutely. That crazy. It's in, not as in, bad as the yeah. the mega yamakas. Yeah, I was. That's what I was about to say. Like, I was just looking at like yamaka. So I come from a Jewish upbringing. I would not consider myself Jewish currently, but as as someone who grew up Jewish, I know a lot about these like you know Jewish things. Where were and, these made? Do you think? probably china but i was just like looking at like three in the morning because i have a friend named superior david and i was talking with him and he is uh, a little bit more on the the jewish spectrum i guess if that's what we want to call it that's that's a bad way to put it i didn't can, can i can i stop you for a second can scroll down and see the things that people frequently uh buy, buy with buy. the jewish uh, the trump yarmulke so yeah, all says... i wanted to say is that like <laughs> i i could come and say oh just jew it that's a pretty yeah. dope shirt. <laughs> and <laughs> nice Jewish boy. You would wear those socks. I, yeah, I gave I you permission to, to wear those socks. I, I would was... rock those socks. Just anyway, Jew- doesn't it? That seems kind of offensive. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, everything about Judaism, like, someone speaking about Judaism, if they are Jewish, like, it, the, the same exact words spoken from someone who's not Jewish, it sounds like the worst thing in the world, because Jew is so... Um, ambiguous as the I thing get, you say yeah jew like that yeah kind of shit. well no it's like even if even if i was just like a random christian guy i was like oh there's a bunch of jews over there it's like that's a little charge huh? some jews yeah. over there it's like no it's like I, well, anyway. I mean you could be me and call them dreidel boys 
That no, don't no, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> You're not calling any Jewish people dreidel boys on this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't. Dreidel boys on the track. I mean, that'd be cool, but <laughs> You're not calling anyone dreidel boys. <laughs> All I wanted to say is that I have the credentials to say that yarmulkes, which is like it's a little cap you wear in your hat if you're Jewish, you wear it in religious ceremonies. They look pretty dorky. You are going to look like the biggest dork on the planet if you're wearing a Trump. Like it, it's just a red <laughs> yarmulke. With it doesn't the word even Trump look like it's it. good quality. Yeah, it's probably not because who is making Trump yarmulkes? This is like the worst product I've ever seen, and I hope that I don't come up. <laughs> it says it's a honey bestseller. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if thousands of people are wearing this right now, at this very moment. A lot of one star um, reviews. I thought by wearing this yarmulke he would win. He didn't. Wow. Well. One star. I love it. It's made with great quality and great material, and shipping was right on time. Ten out of ten. You don't and have to read comp- these reviews. There's nothing they're, that's going to. They're gonna, great. Okay. Some guy saying 10 out of 10 because it shipped well. Yeah. It's not content. We're not. You know what is content? We need to talk about the heavy hitting issues of our time. This is the most important thing we will ever talk about on this podcast. I'm scared. Listen. Is this like. Is this this baby fighting video that you sent me? I'm so confused. No. <laughs> we'll get to that later. No, it's supply chain crisis now threatening chicken tenders. Am I having deja vu? This definitely happened. This, like, definitely happened before. I don't think we ever talked about this. No, this happened last year. There was a supply really? chain issue for chicken last year. And the thing is, this was like, there were, like, a ton of stories about this, and then nothing happened with it. I was still able to eat as much chicken as I wanted. So, I call BS on the chicken shortages. I, I hate to burst your bubble. I know you're excited for the chicken shortages and the chaos that may come. I'm not, just, I, I'm not excited. I eat, like, chicken tenders all the time. Can I just, like, say, like, this comment from this fucking article? It's like... For parents like Marty Edmonds of Scottsdale, Arizona, removing chicken tenders from the family menu can mean a lot of frowning face at dinner or breakfast or lunch table. My kids eat hamburgers and french fries. I have to wrestle them to eat vegetables, Edmonds told NBC News correspondent Carrie Sanders on two-day Thursday. When I come home from the store and I don't have any chicken tenders, my kids are not happy. Edmonds has to work a little harder to find her kids' favorite food lately. I checked out of that story after, like, sentence two because it's just, like, the most boring shit in the world. It's like, yep. Well, it's like, what the fuck, baby motherfucker did... Get I mean, other kids, shit for kids like their chicken nuggies. But I, I mean, I love chicken nuggies. Yeah, millions of chickens be euthanized. Millions of chickens to be euthanized as U.S. faces meat shortage. That was in April of 2020. So, like, there there was no meat shortage. In, I guess in any way that I guess maybe there was actually. <laughs> Dude, it, in there's April a meat shortage. They just gotta come to me. You got the meat. You gotta plop it down the, on the table. I Is that the, what you're saying? I'm pulling it out right now. Yeah, I I really have thought like we have to post our dicks a lot more on the podcast, just like in places. It, should should we just like random like just to see if people are actually listening to the podcast? Just like pull out our like full on pull out our dicks. I think it would be a good way to get uh, us followers on Twitter on the podcast. Like, oh my god, these guys put out the dick on the podcast. No way, like, where? Uh, uh, oh, you got to watch the whole thing to find out when we did it. We should just say we do it. Like okay, like, like, this, like, is a, this is it, a like... marketing strategy meeting one hundred and one. <laughs> marketing fucking strategy. I like I don't know. I like made. I'm trying to go viral, low key. I'm trying. I'm making these like Uno videos, unboxings that are like purely mediocre, but they get the views. Okay, the people are gonna come. They do. That's I, what the people want. They they want to see. We've um... gained subscribers on YouTube from me saying like, "Ha ha, this is a funny meme" on like a random meme video that like has a billion views. I'll just do that. And our name's Virtual Homework Podcast on YouTube now, so like people will subscribe. These are twelve year olds. Can do it. 
Probably. These are twelve year olds. Probably all our fans are twelve unless yeah, well, you're the, the the OGs in uh the Picante Love Discord. Anyway. What were we what were we saying? Oh yeah, I must. I don't know. I, I I didn't even read the fucking article. I was just like, oh, like everyone's just retweeting on Twitter, like, oh my god, my life is over. I can't have chicken tendies. It's I, I, what's even worth living. I feel like I'm like Scrooge McDuck here because like every single time there's a funny article, I'm like, actually, I read into this and it's not as bad as you would think. It's like, come on. <laughs> you're like, well, you're like the embodiment of the well, actually, yeah. Guy. And that's I'm I'm sorry, but I have to do it. I need our journalistic integrity, dude. We're all about journalistic integrity. So yeah, there's like Spotify Wrapped. I don't use Spotify. You see people post their Spotify Wraps and it's like, oh. I kind of wish I was involved with this, but then I realized I hate Spotify, so it's good. I use YouTube yeah. Music, which apparently is going to have their own in a couple days. But like, yeah, I, I do the same thing. But it's like if I listen to music, I listen to it on YouTube. It's like I listen to like an album or I have like my playlist and stuff like that. Well, do you have like the um, actual YouTube Music app? I I don't know. I have YouTube Premium, but I never fucking use it. I think you should like honestly, the YouTube Music app is great. Like you should probably just get it. Or I so like I listen to the same shit. I listen to like Gucci Mane and like trans cds no, that are like but it actually eight hours is long. good because it also incorporates your youtube videos into like music recommendations and it, it's given me some good shit but obviously it's not perfect anyway all i'm saying is that in the youtube music app in the next couple of weeks there will be a version of theirs but like it's it's too too okay. late like they should have released at the same time because no people are almost now. already over spotify wrapped I, all i want to say is that our podcast is a spotify wrapped shout out to the <laughs> malaysian podcasting community apparently we got like one listen in, in malaysia and like they made the thing is it's probably it's probably like a scammer or something like that trying to like rip off one of our accounts or something that and like I think that, like, they don't know what to do when a podcast isn't listened enough. It's like, normally they would show, like, stats that are like, you got thousands of listens. It's like, uh, uh, this one guy listened to you in Malaysia. But anyway, <laughs> like, they, they don't know what to do. It's, They're just like, it's oh, like, God, we don't want to be super really sad. sad. It's like, yeah. It's like, uh, 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 like, it would, what would be worse is like, sorry, you didn't have enough, like, uh, people Data. watching yeah. your shit. No one watched, so we can't da- give you any stats. Yeah, that's like even worse. They had to do like something. Uh, 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 like some guy in Idaho like just clicked on it and then clicked off. Like, well, shout out to our Overcast community because that's the where the majority of our podcast listens to. Anyway, really? all I want to say is that there were seven trapped? people on Spotify that we were the most played podcast, and that's pretty cool. So there we yeah, go. There's seven, there's seven, seven people that you're better um, than everyone else. Yeah, literally everyone else, uh, but you is a poop face. There we go. I was like looking up. Dick Tracy. Remember Dick Tracy? Yeah, you send me, like, so you send a bunch of random-ass shit in, like, the shared topics. You're, like, DHL guy. Like, what the fuck is that? Oh, that actually, okay, that matters. That matters. But I want to get into Dick Tracy first, because this is very brief. What the, who, who, who is Dick Tracy for? Who is Dick Tracy ever for? I looked it up. Dick Tracy's been, like, around since, like, the 1920s. How do you get into Dick Tracy? Is there a reason to get into Dick Tracy? Because, like, obviously, if he's going it's since like, the 20s, it's, it's like it doesn't comic, matter. It's like comic book shit. No, it's co- it's comic book shit, but it's, like, in a newspaper, you're, like, I feel like Sunday comics is the worst way to possibly, like, get a story. Well, I a mean, story that's how it used co- to be, though. I mean, so I, I guess... disagree. Like, like there's um Gary Larson with, like, the Far Side comics. Those are excellent. No, I um, love Sunday comics. I just, not only is it, like, a story-based comic. Like, even, like, Zitz, I feel like, had some, like, story arcs or anything like that. But, like, it's a serious comic that's story-based. Like, how does a single person get into Dick Tracy? Is anyone in 2021 getting um, into Dick Tracy? 
Probably not, because who the fuck orders the newspaper up other than, like, people, like, that are, like, 80? Uh, I imagine it's, like, one of those things, like, so, like, they had, like, your funny comics. Like, there are comics I would skip over. Like, I would always, um, I would read the Boondocks. I would read, um, like, Dilbert. I would read, um, like, the Far Side comics and things like that. But, um, I would always skip about uh, over Dick Tracy, because I don't like superheroes. I, I, I think they're super lame. But I imagine, like, so, so, like oh, I like superheroes, and, like, they're reading comics. It's, like... Uh, back in the day, like Superman and all that kind of stuff used to be like in the newspapers and shit. I think so. It's like same thing. All right. Well, I thought you'd agree with me and think that Dick Tracy kind of sucks. But yeah, I, I think wanna, he okay. sucks. Okay, there we go. That's all I wanted. To, I just wanted some <laughs> validation. That's, that's no, that's you all were I correct. For. It was just like really fucking random. What's with the DHL guy? I want. Okay, hear about so that. we were we were looking in me and. Me and Dana. Uh, so we like to do this podcast in crazy locations. Every year we have a little bit of a retreat. Last year we went to Nepal. We went to Annapurna. And uh, as the sun rose and we saw the gleam of the mountain, we recorded a podcast episode on, uh, what was it? Uh, probably like Giraffe Town or some bullshit. But uh, this year we've been really looking at our plan. We don't really have that much time left, but we were looking at our plans and we we're looking to hopefully do an episode in Saipan, which is part of the the U.S. Of uh, minoring islands, whatever. Eddie, Eddie. So it's like this Pacific region that's like random, but it's U.S. owned. Saipan is the yeah. largest city on it. I was looking at Saipan a bit, and I'm like, oh, this guy, the founder of DHL, used to live in Saipan. Anyway, this is gonna gonna get really heavy really quickly. But the guy who made DHL was like a serial child rapist, and uh, yeah, okay. he like <laughs> he lived in Saipan, and apparently. S- Sam, what the f- <laughs> <laughs> You're like, because like, for 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 context, Sam has just been randomly messaging me at like three in the morning. Like I'm like gaming out like hardcore, and he'll be like, "You should move to Saipan or die." Like, uh, like multiple Saipan times. Saipan actually seems weeks. cool. This is unrelated. To oh, I, I looked at it. I looked really cool, and then like it randomly messaged me, DHL guy. I'm like, what? And then a child rapist in Saipan, DHL guy. Continue your story, please. Well, okay, you know, okay. That is that is the photo of a child <laughs> rapist, like if I've ever seen. He he went missing. He he went missing at fifty in a plane crash. No, his body hasn't been recovered. Anyway, so you know how it's DHL. There was a guy with the last name Dalsey, Hillblum, and Lynn. This is the H. So when you're thinking of DHL, the the H did some bad, did some fucked up uh, shit. Okay, so he's just like faked his death no he definitely died he was an amateur plane enthusiast and apparently he'd had like terrible vision like he was nearsighted to the point like near blind and like he just flew old school planes because he was a billionaire so yeah that's i don't that story lost steam real dhl sucks by the way they do they're the worst company to buy shit for which it doesn't surprise me because four uh, of his illegitimate children that he had when they were like 14 they sued his estate for like 300 million dollars and they all got money so think about that when you think of DHL. Speaking of other fucking awful things, uh, the Game Awards. It's not that bad. I think it's pretty bad. It's, it's like, not that um, bad. I'm going to party poop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I read the article. So the whole reason I say that is because literally like the head of advisors for the Game Awards is like the president of Activision. Oh, I actually had no idea. The thing is... I feel yeah. like I've biased the story and like putting any of this next to like serial child whatever um so like talking about dhl guy and then talking about the game awards it seems more tame it's like if we just got like out of a story about like albert fish serial child murderer is. murdered like oh. 100 kids and like you talk why about are you anything- like an, why are you why are you like an expert on this subject <laughs> i 
I happen to have heard a podcast by Norm. Oh, McDonald's you happen? Where you talking about Albert Fish? It's a comedy podcast. All I'm trying to say <laughs> is that I've made it very easy for me to rest my case based on what we just talked about. Listen, this is the cum podcast now, so it, it isn't. I I detest that. You talk about a pizza for 15 minutes one time, and that's all you're known for. <laughs> but you, you okay, so I, I have to, listen. Listen, I have to have Dana's. I have to uh, have the Dana shits on Blizzard section every fucking episode. Game Awards. Uh, they announce, say, hey, we aren't going to take side on the Activision thing, which is like completely bullshit in my opinion because every other company has taken a side for this obviously awful thing that is objectively happening. It's not something like, oh, we don't want to we don't want to take sides on shit and then you find out that um, one of the people that's like head of directors for the Game Awards is actually president of Activision. So it's like pretty, pretty fucking awful optics. So I'm the one who said I read this and I didn't read that part. So that's pretty fucked up. I was, I was about to say like the only amendment is that there was a after the orig- original article dropped, there was an amendment by the host of the Game Awards. What's his name? Jeff. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, where he uh, said it was Jeff that, that he like com- yeah he like commended and like all this stuff. Um, commended. He commended not, the people uh, speaking out, not Blizzard. N- yeah, no, not commended. Um, condemned. <laughs> oh, he condemned Blizzard. Yes, and then he encouraged people who were harassed in a workplace to speak out. So I think that Jeff Keighley himself. He's in a better position to not necessarily be neutral or to, to be a little less neutral and that like he's allowed to have his opinions. But the actual Game Awards themselves, they weren't making a stand because multiple Blizzard games had been nominated. And he, But he did say that outside of the nominations, Blizzard wouldn't really have a presence at the events, which is kind of weird yeah. logistically. Like they at least have to have the one guy who's going to pick up an award if they somehow get the award. Like they can't just like outright say like even though they're nominated they're not going to get an award they still have to get the guy there anyway well yeah yeah yeah. um but like if you if you scroll down like the uh click on the tweet the first thing is says like the advisory board um oh, okay. I, I only Kosh, read the kotaku president. article i don't yeah. go on twitter um yeah i the the thing is i'm not surprised because i always thought the game awards was kind of under hot water like it was a terrible like like every single award show was under hot water like no one cares well, about it's like the what the fuck is no the game about the awards awards or and... anything like out of, out of nowhere it was just like the game awards I'm like who what what is this like who well, runs this i think this? that's kind of by design like they all the game companies came together and it's like we need a game award and they kind of just made it like five years ago which was i that, i think it has that a place three kind of was I guess, but like I, I think that the Game Awards has a place. I think they just haven't found found their stride. The thing is, I feel like game sh- game award shows in general are kind of in a weird spot, and like the Game Awards kind of came at a weird time for award shows. But even so, like I I like the Game Awards as a concept. I enjoy watching the Game Awards even, even though like every single award show has like cringy. Uh, yeah, like, they every don't even... single award show is fucking terrible. In my opinion. I I enjoyed it except other. Like, than Todd and Aaron's. Oh yeah, Todd and Aaron is a great one. I I actually saw Mega sixty four this weekend. They were pretty fun. It was it was pretty uh not this weekend like two weeks ago. But yeah, that's a very brief story. It was very cold because they had to do it in a church, and it was it was in a church, which was weird. But it was an overall enjoyable show. Anyway, back to this. The only thing I don't really like about Game Awards is when they do something that com- is completely like n- next musical guest Ray Schmurder or whatever his name is, drummer's here. Yeah, it's like I don't well, need it's... to see this band at at this Game Awards. I just want to see the. Oh, awards. it was like it was like when they had um like Metallica at what was it at BlizzCon or whatever, and they had to like completely on all streams everywhere had to like cut the sound because of DMCA. I mean that's a separate hilarious story, but like I just. I like it when it's straight to the point. I don't need any of this, like, Well, they had sentimental... Andrew WK last yeah. year, I think. They and, did, like, they? they had the crowd. and the... Yeah, it was, like, That's Andrew hilarious. WK at the, in the crowd. And the crowd was just, like, 
I like, it was just like the most unenthused crowd. I mean, like Andrew WK killed it because he always does. But I I saw um, Andrew WK like a really long time ago, and it was one of the better shows I've been to. It was like the thing is, it was one of the weirdest shows I've ever been to because it was like right when he like started to branch into like classical music. So it'd be like an Andrew WK song, and then like some random classical yeah. song. Kind of, it the show ended terribly because like people just wanted to keep partying, and he wanted to get into the classical shit, and he just like ended the show early. But I touched Andrew WK. That's he's really talented though. He is. I I like Andrew WK a lot. All I'm trying to say is that strip away the bullshit. I actually liked last year's YouTube Rewind. Sorry, two years ago YouTube Rewind where it was just stats. Just give me that. Yeah, just give I, me the I mean, That's all anybody really cares about. I no one cares about like you know all this fluff. You know with like musical acts and stuff like that. I think musical acts in general, like unless it's like a you know a musical thing, you know like the BT Awards or like the Grammys, like that's expected of musical acts. But like. At BlizzCon, at you know all these fucking other, like a game, like what the fuck do you need a musical act for? It's just super cringy and it looks really bad when they pan over the crowd and it's just a bunch of nerds. Like, I guess, but know? yeah, I, I I think they just need somehow to justify like their bloated budget on the like these things could run at such like literally just have a guy announcing them, have it be half an hour long, have it be. The thing that really matters is the no, legitimacy. But they, 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 yeah, it's the legitimacy. They want to be like, oh, we're the Oscars of the, of gaming. You know no, what I mean? No, but like, I feel like they don't realize that the Ox- Oscars are lame to people our age and younger anyway. Just have have a yeah. half-hour event. The legitis- legitimacy comes from like Nintendo, uh, Sony, like all these larger organizations saying, hey, this is the award. These are the awards. Well, what, what they should just have it like – they should have like a e, like they used to have E three with all like the reveals with games stuff like that. Just have like a thirty minute thing with awards and then like everything else just be reveals for games. Like I th- I think that would do, do really well. Do they do game reveals at at game awards? No, I don't. I don't think they need. I I feel like that would just take away from the event if people were more interested in the. Well, no. I, well, I mean, like just have like both in like one event. They need a fundamental reimagining, and like I feel like it. The Blizzard stuff. I'm just so I. I guess I'm I'm pretty exhausted by the Blizzard Can drama in general. Can you remove this article? Because all I see is sex safari. Like when I look at our Discord. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's. I feel like that's a. <laughs> when we're talking about sex safaris again. It's a good time to move on from the Blizzard drama. Oh. Okay. Actually, all I wanted to say is that I'm honestly exhausted by the Blizzard drama, and I feel like the Game Awards suck so bad that I just I don't. I don't care it's enough because I'm news. I'm in, I'm in the space, and it just keeps getting worse and worse, and it just. What people don't understand is, like, World of Warcraft is more than a game for, like, millions of people. Like, this was a literal lifestyle where I met some of my best friends. Like, for uh, millions of people, this is how we feel about this. Like, we were so passionate about World of Warcraft and Blizzard products. Like, these are literally a part of our lives. Like, like huge, huge part of our identity of who we are. For It might be hard to uh, understand for a lot of people. So to see this stuff happening to, like... It's like finding out your, you know, your childhood hero is like a fucking terrible person. You know, it, we, it t- we talked about it last really, really that you should never have idols. I know, but it's like it's it's just hard to say because we invested so much time and effort into like something we like grew up with. Like we literally spent our entire adult lives with Blizzard. You know, I. I'm not sure if you you knew this yet, but I I uninstalled Hearthstone. I well the thing is I haven't played I haven't played WoW in forever. Like the but. thing is I I uninstalled Hearthstone because it was a massive time waster and like I I'm just trying to like read more because I grad school. But yeah, this is gonna be my primary video gaming output. Gucci Arcade. I'm getting all the new shit. Uh, I don't need Blizzard games anymore. <laughs> I just so. think it's so funny we played more of this than like previous games. Fuck Racing Lagoon. <laughs> it's Gucci Arcade. Anyway. All I want to say is that I've 
I'm still going to go to BlizzCon. There's no way I don't go to BlizzCon, whatever it happens again. If it ever happens again, please have BlizzCon again. It was really fun. Uh... I don't I don't think they're going to have one. I, I somehow think they're going to skimp gonna out be... of this. Yeah, I think it's gonna, if BlizzCon. they do have it, it's going to be an absolute shit show. Because they already announced that they're not having it in 2021. Or 2022, sorry. They're having a virtual yeah. one in 2022, which means they're not going to have two years. Yeah, they, the no, no, they, one... they, they didn't have, they were supposed to have a virtual one this year and they just didn't do it. Yeah. And then I think they're having an online event next year. And so the earliest is 2023, which is ridiculous because the last one I went to is 2019. When you have a four year gap in something, I feel like it gets out of the means, like it gets out of the, the expectation. Like it's like, oh, we haven't had one of these in nearly half a decade. We could stop. Because before it was like if there was no BlizzCon barring a global pandemic, barring an actual excuse, they really had no reason to stop. Like it would just like be like hypothetically if they had all this drama and they stopped, it's like, oh, they're stopping because of the drama. But now they have an actual reason to stop. And uh, it was already at a loss. It's and, just like, like it's just like their excuse to just not do it. Yeah, because the event was already if... running at a loss. And like the reason they did it was goodwill to their fans. But now they don't have any goodwill. So like they might just no, they like, don't. Yeah. yeah, Activision would be like, just like, fuck it, you know? Yeah, so I so. I'm actually scared this is gonna happen. And I hope it doesn't because I love BlizzCon. But it's probably better that like people who were sexually abused and harassed get their yeah. I, I I'm I'm holding out that maybe Blizzard would be good one day, but like they would have to completely restructure their entire company. I don't think it's possible. So pretty much sadness. Have you been queuing into Final Fantasy fourteen? Doesn't it take like eighty five years? Uh, well, the game came out yesterday. Uh, it took about like forty minutes for me. Yeah, new expansion or like they just re-released. It's, oh, Final it's a brand new, okay. they brand new brand new expansion. Okay, so it came they out didn't just yeah, re-release yesterday. the whole game. No, it was a brand new expansion. So it's like everyone's trying to play it. But I I barely even played it. I'm not would even you... done with my okay. Never mind. That, that answers my question. What I was would you chop off your own dick to play Final Fantasy fourteen? Nah, I just I, I it, the problem with the game. It's literally just like imagine an RPG that's like seven hundred hours. And that's Final Fantasy fourteen. Like okay. it's so long. Lord of the Rings Online. Never again. Yeah, I super, like Fish is straight up like was the best thing I did in the air for. What the fuck? Never again. We're playing Lord of the Rings Online soon. Well, we'll play it again eventually. Soon. Can I just so like I was obviously I was talking about Dick Tracy like because I was on like a weird wiki rabbit hole at like weird times because i've been like messaging you more at like three in the morning part of that's just due to the fact that my sleep schedule's been fucked because i had like a 25 paper in which case 15 yeah. pages i've been were, going like, to bed early after after i told you last week that your life's falling apart when you like had to take a grease break you finally you finally figured it out you finally gotta change <laughs> your life for the better so I'm, I'm happy for you but yeah meanwhile i'm staying up till three in the morning sending you articles on bougainville independence I yeah know, what the fuck is this do you know there's gonna be a new country in 2027 that's dope Let's get a countdown going. Bougainville. Um, can we move there? Well, we probably don't want to. Papua New Guinea is already kind of like... I've, I, I, you, you heard my Port Moresby rant, right? No. Port Moresby is like one of the shittiest places to live. It's, it's nothing against the people who are there. It's just a lot of crime. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind a- of a lawless zone. It's, like, it's chaotic in a bad way. Yeah, um, it's, it's very spooky, scary. Yeah, actually, because it has basically enough development. It's one of the more developed cities. Or, sorry, it's one of the largest cities in Oceania, if, if not the largest. It's the capital of Papua New Guinea. Uh, yeah. But it just it's it's got a lot of crime. Like, if you're living there and you don't have barbed wire around your house, you're probably fucked. Anyway. What if I went there? Like, yeah, it would, the thing is, Gucci. the thing is, uh, well, if you're wearing Gucci, you might get jumped. But Australia is very close to most of Oceania, so like a lot of people from Australia are in Port Moresby on like contracts because like 
Papua New Guinea has a lot of resources. So like it's not yeah. unheard of to see white people in Port Moresby, but it's not a great place to be. It's kind of a it's not great. It's anyway, Papua New Guinea is not the most developed place. In fact, like Papua New Guinea is insane. It has like it has thousands of languages. That's like a, that's like a country I like never think of as Papua New Guinea. I think about it constantly. Like uh, you think like Indonesia, you think of like even you know like um like Bikini Atoll and like some like those random ass countries. Bikini and stuff like Atoll that. is like, I no that's part that's of the micro, US. isn't it? Well, it's like well random like you know islands and things. You think like of Bikini that. Atoll because of the nuclear test that has a reasoning for you. I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think of like random yeah, places. I, you're but, telling um, me about Bikini I, Atoll. I never think of fucking Papua New Guinea. I guess. Well, anyway, what I'm trying to say give is me the, Pop- give me the four one one on fucking Papua New Guinea. Well, Papua New Guinea is like one of the most crazy places in the in the world right now. First of all, the country of Papua New Guinea has like five thousand languages, or sorry, no, twenty thousand languages, because each Jesus one Christ. of these individual like villages in the in the Papua New Guinea like rainforest, they're completely in isolation and don't speak to anyone and have like their own language that like is like it's a legit language. It's like not something you just learn. Let me. Let it's me, not like different parts of India that have like different dialects and things like. Well, first, that. Well, India but... has a lot of its own languages that are like not necessarily intercommunicable but okay i I was i was way off (laughs) just like that game uh it's the most linguist it's the most linguistically diverse country in the world according to ethnologue there are 839 living languages in the country i said twenty thousand. still a lot still that's still yeah like imagine if the u.s had 800 languages that's that's a lot That'd be unreasonable. Yeah, it's you can't communicate with everyone in the country. Anyway, what I try to say is that Bougainville or Bougainville, I don't know. It's it's one of the the most eastern islands in Papua New Guinea. Had there was a civil war in in Bougainville with the Papua New Guinean government. Uh, it ended in a stalemate, but I think two years ago in 2019 they had their own independence referendum, uh, and they decided with a 98 percent vote to become independent from Papua New Guinea to be set in 2000 and 27 so is this like some hong kong taiwan type shit i mean like in the same way that like a lot of independent struggles are hong kong taiwan type shit i i wouldn't say so because like that was weird and actually i guess there was some settlement i'm I'm just looking at my boy mao okay i yeah i would not be happy about this conversation there was there was some like i think like a british settlement or something in papua new guinea that i mean there's something unique about bougainville like there's there's a reason why it wanted independence like based on its like upbringing if that works but even the language or even the country itself on the small island of Bougainville, which has uh, 300,000 people, is actually more than I thought. That's larger than some countries in Oceania. There are two languages. This tiny island, this north and south Bougainville, it completely, you can't understand one if, and the other if you only know one. It's, come on. Would it be safe for us to go there? I think it would be safe if we had a guide. I, I think the thing about Bougainville is that. Uh, I was doing some reading because, like, whenever I go to a place to look at wiki travel, uh, you're not going to really be able to do much without a guide because, like, part of the tradition in Bougainville is like there's ultimate trust with like people in your village. So, like, if you have a villager guide and he's like, "Hey, this is the guy," if you're with that guide, you could probably get into a village, do some village shit, but <laughs> do some village shit. Hey, what's 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 village? <laughs> Yo, dog, you want to go do some? Vill- do you think like that's how they talk? But they talk in like their uh, like traditional language. Like, Yo, dog, what do you want to do today? Yo, let's go. Let's go to the square and do some fucking village shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, like like pound like pound a you know pounded natty stick light into the ground. I we went like, in very you know, different directions with the pounding. There's also another I would type say, of pounding like, s- that probably gets done. You know, smoke some fucking. Uh, horrible shit don't they like aren't they like all like horribly addicted to like some like um stimulant there or something like that 
I don't know about Papua New Guinea, but uh, Papua New Guinea was an Australian territory, but Bougainville was a Dutch territory in colonial times. So that that's that, I think yeah. that causes the rift. Anyway, I was I was like watching this thing about like some um like uh Asian Islander country that like every like some like ninety percent of the population is like horribly addicted to like this drug. Was it crocodile? No. Oh no, Saipan is addicted to meth. <laughs> yes no they had it's it's good it's bad for meth distribution but the population is not meth. like there's, there's like this leaf that like um it's like a stimulant and like the entire country is like horribly addicted to it like children even i forgot which country it was though beetle nut yeah i think that's it what country is it jeez this is the loudest video i've ever seen in my life oh it's papa new guinea yeah that's yeah that that's the exact video i saw so it was papa new guinea <laughs> yeah i i guess so I'm just like you. Sometimes I look, I, I look at random other country shit too because I think it's neat. Hanawabada. Hanawabada. What we? I could talk about Port Moresby all day. I could talk about uh, Bougainville's independence all day. But we have <laughs> things to talk about. We can't have like a nine-hour podcast. Because I know we we had the whole thing where we're not supposed to talk about crypto anymore. But like, I actually want to talk about one thing. It's very very funny. It's actually making fun of crypto. Um, this game, Wolf Game, they built their entire game on the Ethereum blockchain, and apparently uh, a bug was found in the code. But because it was so tied into the blockchain, they basically had to remake the game from the ground up. Like. And everybody had to be like refunded, have their tokens due, they had to reissue tokens. Like it's a whole shit show. It's actually pretty funny. I mean, it's it just like a huge L for crypto. It, 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 yeah, I, I think that like crypto is just in a space where like everything is. It's like, well, part of it is that like crypto by design, you don't want to like have it. Like you, crypto by design, it, it's a feature that you could accidentally send someone like four thousand dollars and like lose all your money. Like it, it's yeah, it's part of the whole like not necessarily anonymous, but like the whole like. There are no checks in place, and that's like apparently a good thing. I don't think that's a good thing. I, that's I. No. I like when my bank isn't like I accidentally routed all your money to the wrong person, but to Kuwait or something. Yeah, but as part of that, there's a lot of like things that shouldn't be failures that just are, and it's kind of hilarious. But I I think that the space will like eventually like there's gonna be like like safe coin where it's like just some dude in like a, a bubble suit. Like that's gonna be like the the personification of the coin because it's gonna be like there's gonna be guardrails everywhere and then none of this shit's gonna happen. I think nope. it's hilarious that like people are like even investing in like Ethereum based games because it's like on the surface I guess it's like fun that you could gain Ethereum by playing a game, but like no one actually plays these games. Like yeah. you see, they just all invest these games, on the on the, like the actual like uh, oh this this idea. game has a seven billion dollar market cap. It's like I don't. I don't think any game has a seven billion dollar market. Well, cap. it's getting to the point where, like, did you ever play like private servers for like games back in the day? Yeah, I did. So like, there's like, there's like, like, so Ragnarok Online was like super popular in like the private server thing. So like, there's Ragnarok Online like crypto servers that have like their own coins that you can get like the coins in game that like are listed on Coinbase. They're like private servers using a company's IP to have a cryptocurrency like that's that's like the stupidest fucking thing in the world to me i'm a crypto guy but one day like the entire world is going to realize that like they're they're they've invested like 35 percent of their portfolio in like cum shiba and it's gonna be it's it's done it's it, they're gonna be like what what is what am i doing with my life let's let's take it all out 
And then, like, when they see that, like, the last ten coins that have been listed on Coin Market Cap are all like some variation of Shiba and Sheeb and Dog, she, she, and Shiba, Doge, Elon, Flucky, Inu. Um, Muskie. as soon as that happens, we're gonna like go to a point where like every coin except for Bitcoin goes to zero, which will for some reason be a million dollars. That's yeah. all I have to say on crypto. Let's. I. I. We actually haven't done the announcement. I. I mentioned very briefly. I hope we don't talk about crypto for for a year. 2022 my goal is to not talk about crypto for a whole year unless it goes like real crazy up to like eighty thousand dollars and then we have no choice unless like somehow this becomes my full-time job because of crypto virtual homework coin virtual homework uh branded cyanide pills no no no